This series of Friday's Child is brought to you in association with The Healthy Home. I don't know about you mamas, but my desire to nest and organize my home has only increased since the arrival of my daughter. I am obsessed with making sure my home is clean and hygienic for my little one, but there are certain germs and nasties that cannot be seen by the naked eye. Well, this is where the wonderful team at The Healthy Home come in. The Healthy Home is the leading company in the Middle East specialized in advanced eco-friendly sanitization technologies, home services and products. Their esteemed team have been expert leaders in the home services industry since 2013, so they really know what they're doing. As we enter the height of the sweltering summer heat here in the UAE, we are all going to be spending a lot more time in our homes and our AC systems are going to be working overtime. So now is the perfect time to get the healthy home team in to make sure your home is free of impurities that cannot be removed by regular cleaning methods. And if not managed properly, germs, bacteria and viruses can be spread across your home through your AC. Poor indoor air quality can trigger allergies, asthma, eczema, morning fatigue, itchy eyes and even bed bugs. So protect your family and have peace of mind that your home is not only clean, but safe. I recently had the Healthy Home team in to clean and sanitize my baby's nursery, including her crib mattress along with my mattress. And if you want to see what came off my poor mattress after the team had worked their magic, check out my highlighted stories on the Friday's Child Instagram page for a real shot. All their treatments are chemical-free and eco-friendly, so they're 100% safe for infants and children. It felt so fantastic to know my baby's mattress was thoroughly cleaned and sanitized, along with the rest of her nursery. And mamas, guess what? These treatments don't just give you peace of mind that everything is beautifully clean. The benefits also include better breathing, better sleep, and improved energy levels. And I'm delighted to report we all slept very soundly through the night after that one visit from the Healthy Home team. The Healthy Home has quickly become an integral part of our home maintenance and I've already marked on the calendar our next visit as it's very important to have these treatments every six months to maintain all the fabulous health benefits. If you'd like to find out more about the Healthy Home Services, just visit their website www.thehealthyhome.me or check out their Instagram page, both of which are linked in the show notes of this episode. Welcome to a brand new series of Friday's Child, the podcast on a mission to educate, empower and support you on your parenting journey. I'm your host, Peter, a British expat who's been living in Dubai for 10 years and first-time mama to my gorgeous little girl, Mavia. I have some incredible guests for you this season, including Heidi Murkoff, the author of the iconic, best-selling book, What to Expect When You're Expecting, YouTube star, Nurse Zabe, along with amazing childbirth educators, parenting coaches, and real mums keeping it very real. So let's get into it. My guest today is a woman who is changing the lives of mothers and families in need across the UAE on a daily basis. Abby Kadam is the founder of Hope UAE, a social platform for women in the UAE to come together to support other women and children in desperate need. The group's mission is to provide support and relief to women and mothers that are facing hard times and difficulties. 
The Hope community provide pre-loved and spare mum and baby everyday essentials from clothes, nappies, sanitary products and everything in between. The work Abby and her team do to support women and families who have literally nothing and nowhere else to turn to is simply incredible and I was so honoured to speak to Abby and hear all about the Hope UAE journey so far. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Hope UAE founder, the amazing Abby. Abby, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Abby, tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to create Hope UAE. Um, okay, well, I'm uh, Iraqi Canadian and I have been living in Dubai now for seven years. I relocated back when my son was four so that he can be closer to his father who lives here. Um, and to be honest with you, I mean, it's one of those things like, you know, I think if you ask anybody that's doing something that they love, it's just, I think it was something that was always there. And it just kind of grew into what it is now. But really, uh, this last, you know, the pandemic hit, everybody was sort of going through bad things. Uh, I know I was, my family was definitely hit by it. I don't know anyone that wasn't hit by yeah. it, but we were still so fortunate. Like we still, we never worried about, you know, food or our rent or how are we going to get by or our health. Whereas other people lost their jobs and their livelihood. I mean, if, you know, we had families that went from like middle class to all of a sudden not even being able to afford dinner or breakfast or lunch for their kids. Oh my so God. Yeah. Just thought, yeah, no, it's horrible. So, and then literally like one day at work, I just like everything else I've ever done in my life. It was like, I'm like, I should make a Facebook page because <laughs> that's where people who need help go on Facebook because Instagram is too. Facebook is for observing, you know what I mean, and admiring. Um, whereas Facebook is more interactive. People, mm. you know, it's there's forums, people talk. It's different. So we made a group, and you know, we called it Hope UAE because actually it's named after my mom. Because um, my mom's name is Emil in Arabic, which is Hope. So we called it Hope UAE, and then that was that was July of 2020. Had you told me then that it would be what it is now, I, we really had no, when I say we had no expectations, I really mean we had no expectations. Abby, I thought you'd been going for like four or five years. No, girl, I didn't we realize. Had, no. We haven't even had our first birthday yet. It's this July 5th. Like this whole, I know that's what, that's exactly, amazing. That, I mean, yeah, that I think that your statement now kind of just sums it up because the way it's grown and how we operate and our page and everything that's happening, you would think that we've been like, yeah. in this, you know, we don't even know. We just, it's always like trial and error and we're learn as we go. And listen, like we made a promise, like from day one, I was like, I have to be authentic. I have to be myself. Like you see me, I'm sure you've seen those videos that I put up there where I'm like losing my mind because you know, they're not following the rules or whatever, but that really is just me like it's not a business we're not trying to sell or buy anything mm. it, this is a group of women who share the same values and morals we're all going to be different we're all going to have different lifestyles different backgrounds different everything but the root of it is our our goal what we believe in our mission is all the same we're women who want to help other women and we're here for each other you know it's a community so yeah, I know. Can you believe we're only going to, we're just turning one That's in July. Incredible. I literally had no idea. And for people listening that may not know, so what is Hope UAE? 
Okay, so Hope UAE is um, a social platform. It's what we have on Facebook and on Instagram, but really it's our Facebook page. That's mm-hmm. the heart of the group. And it's a, a community group of women helping women. That's what we do. So um, our main focus is obviously single moms and families struggling, and we help everything with baby essentials from diapers to formula to sanitary pads and pre-loved baby and children items. And that is anything from clothes, toys, books, shoes, um, basically anything that a baby and a child needs Mm. as what we consider essentials for, you know, for healthy, um, you know, sort of upbringing and raising your child, uh, we provide it. And, and the group, how it works is we have hope givers. So these are my ladies who, you know, come to us and they give us their items. They, they, they get us diapers. They get us some um, formula. They, they give us, you know, we are talking about cribs, strollers. Yeah. Uh, and when I say strollers, we're talking about like bugaboo strollers. <laughs> like if you're a mom and you know, strollers, you know, like we're talking about McLaren's, we're talking about strokes. We're talking about playpen swings. Like, um, you know, just this year, like we just got introduced to, um, what's that thing? A sleeping baby or sleepy head or whatever. Sleepy like head. Sleepy heads that are like I didn't even know it looks like they a, are a pillow. So expensive. So, so expensive. expensive. We're talking about brand new ones, donated, big ones, small ones. Like I didn't even know what oh, I'm a whole new world. Like back in my day, <laughs> you know, my son's eleven, right? Yeah, like, these sleepy in- heads are I think only the past couple of years they've really taken off the sleepy heads. Yeah, like we well, didn't the have docket- these. We just Yeah, they're called they've got another name as well, doc docket docketon or something. I don't I know, or, or like, or, yeah, or there's like Goro baby chair, like all these amazing, fantastic yeah. things that I didn't even know existed. Um, you know, so our hope givers, they give it to us. They just, you know, they'll call me up. They'll send me a message and say, Hey, I have a bag. I have items, whatever. Um, and either we collect it or they generously drop it off for us. And then the other side of it is the call to hope recipient. And these are the women that come to us who seek help. Majority of them are single moms, but Mm. we do have women that come with their families or they're just, Hey, we all go through this. Sometimes you're on top and sometimes you're not, and doesn't make you any better or less than anybody else. You know, um, we, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to ask you, Abby, how do you qualify the families to make sure that these because recently especially in that first year they're growing all the time right and I now Mm -hmm. only give stuff to you I don't actually give them to friends because in my mind I'm like well I know most of my friends a when it's your first baby you like to go out and buy new stuff anyway but b like I know that they can afford this stuff so like I now only give to you guys but how do you how do you qualify that? Okay, this is a family legitimately in need, not just a family that's like, oh, well, we're watching the pennies a bit because there's there's being like, okay, we need to be careful to like, we need help. You know, there's like a big oh. difference, isn't there? A hundred percent. And I think that is such a great thing that you just, you know, kind of like hit on, which is there's a difference between I'm in need mm. of an item and oh, I would like an item, but, you know, our budget doesn't permit us. No, no, no. This is not, there's a million thousands of groups that give free items without any question. Our group is not like that. These items are, first of all, these items are entrusted to me. And I take that very, very, very seriously um, because, you know, someone trusts you to give you something, you know, you, you I take that very seriously. So so, let's say you're a hope recipient, you need help, you come here, um, you send an email. So, you know, we have our email address, hope underscore um, 
uh, UAE at Outlook.com. You send us an email. When you, once you send us an email, we have a questionnaire that you need to fill out. It's pretty intense. We ask for, you know, proof of, of documentations about your income, what you're doing. And, you know, this is only just to verify that you really do need help. We don't, we don't keep this information. We don't... Honestly, we just need to make sure that your story matches. And if it does and you have documentation, then the next thing is I call everybody. And I do like an interview with them, right? To make sure that the story matches what, you know, what they've sent and just to get a feel. Because, you know, this is all about connection. It's all about people. It's all about, it's not just, hey, okay, you sent me an email. I sent you the items. No, I want to I talk to you. I want to hear your story. Like, are you okay? Like, what is it? And, you know... Though that would definitely be the most important part of all of this, because I usually I really do take out the time to call every single person that comes to us for help. Some of them we don't help, but it doesn't mean that I haven't talked to them. Once I verified it, you know, listen, it's all about my gut feeling. I'll be honest, there's no like mathematic thing here. Like, no, it's that's how I feel when I'm talking to you. You know, real people in real situations they give that vibe out and if i feel comfortable i say okay you know what we're gonna help you and if i don't feel comfortable i'll say you know mm -hmm. what we're not gonna help you right now but i never say never but there's more people that are priority to you and so we, we really we really take pride in, in in i have to say that we don't just it's not like anyone that just knocks on mm -hmm. our door we just throw a packet of diapers at them yeah. you know it's it's not like that and Abby, how do you manage all of this? Do you have a full-time job as well as this? Or is Hope now your full-time job? Because No, I, I have a full-time job. I have wow, a full-time okay. job. Um, I have a full-time job. And as you know, I'm a single mom. I have an 11-year-old son who's also doing online schooling for the first year, which is like a nightmare. Anyone who's out there who has kids doing online schooling, I'm sure you can relate. Yeah. It's a whole new everything. Um Plus, he has his activities, you know, like like any typical 11-year-old. He has his activities. Things. I also have my friends, my family, my interests, my activities. But I know this sounds so cliche, and I'm sorry to have this Oprah moment with you right now, okay? But I don't know how to explain it. The universe just kind of aligns in a way yeah. when you're trying to do something good. You, you, you get days when you don't think you have the energy, you get a boost of energy because I'll tell you, there's been so many days where I'm like, I'm human, right? Like, let's be, I, I, I have days where I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the living room full of diapers. I'm sick of not having time to myself. I'm sick of my phone being going off. I've never been a social media person. I've never been somebody who likes to be on their phone. I'm not that kind of human being. So this is a new hmm. avenue where I'm kind of on call 24-7 almost um and i'm like i'm not doing this anymore like forget it i'm just gonna delete the, i'm gonna deactivate the group and that's it i'm gonna ride into the sunset and then i swear to you it is those days where out of nowhere i'll get a message from someone and it's a single mom or it's a family mm -hmm. with a disabled child or it's a father who's pleading because he can't get milk for his child and those are the days where I think if I were to give up and stop this who's gonna be there yeah. for these people I can't stop I can't I can't just let go because I'm not saying I'm the crusader here to save the universe you know from but for these people I'm this lifeline right and if I turn yeah. off the light and this line is gone yeah I can't think of I don't know it just makes me feel so bad I think also when you feel something is a calling, 
it does you you do it no matter what like like you said you will find the energy you will make the time you can't and that is sort of the universe's way of of telling you like this this is beyond like just you know a bit of a part-time job or a bit of a hobby like you there's a bigger thing yeah this is my no no no, this you know when you see like you know like okay again to reference oprah because it's the only person that like you know what i mean i really feel or any any, who doesn't love oprah come on exactly okay (laughs) um if you any if you follow any human being who's living their dream who's living their true calling they'll always say to you like there is no doubt about it i was born to do this right and that is exactly my sentiments about hope uae it's like i if if there's anything in life that has ever been good at, it's about being connecting to people and understanding people. And I really feel like the trials and tribulations of my life, which we all have had somehow have morphed my heart and my Mm. thinking and my sense of being to just be a gateway to these people to help them. I don't know. Like, it's like, I always think like sometimes so many times now where I look back and I think, Oh my God, like had that not happened or had this not happened or that not happened, would I be so understanding? Would I be so sensitive and so caring and so empathetic? Probably not. I probably would not be. But those events that have occurred have made me be like they were they had to occur because this is my calling. Like they were all just leading me to this moment in my life because I swear to you, when we started the group, I didn't have zero expectation. We didn't even know. We didn't even you had told me, Abby, it's gonna be you're gonna ha- come to your one year. We have helped over a thousand families all over the UAE. Me and my nanny, two ladies, <laughs> like two, like we're, we're. It's not like we're connected. We're not balling. You know what I mean? We're just average yeah. women. I mean, of course, I I, I never take credit because this is all because of the hope givers. Like, if we didn't have the hope givers, like if we didn't have a group of women that just came together and said, hey, I like what you're doing and I like what you're doing and I think we're going to, we all agree to this. We like this idea. We're going to help you, Abby. And that is what how it grew because, I mean, the hope givers are like my sisters now. Mm. They Imagine you have a group of women that you've never met and you've never seen, but those women helped you live your dream. It's just, it's incredible. And I now, to all the groups I'm in with mums and, and the mums I've met, I always say to them, just give to Hope UAE. If you have anything that you yeah. you want to, you know, pass on, give it to Hope because something that is just so trivial to you will literally change someone else's life. And I remember when COVID first really hit and we were in lockdown <laughs> I remember seeing posts on various different groups from families, like you said, very middle-class families, you know, where the parents had really great jobs. And I remember one family and it was a mom and she posted just saying that basically her and her husband had both lost their jobs. They had no way of paying their bills. They didn't know how to feed their kids. And it was just like, I mean, horrific. And out of all those families you've helped, are there any that really stick in your mind that you 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 yeah you will never forget oh all of them but there are there are there's so many there's ones that i know like i will be connected to them for life because i like you know see that's the thing like people think it's about the stuff right they're like oh it's the stuff it's not the stuff that is a bonus that's the cherry it's the connections that you make as these people are benefiting i 
myself I'm also benefiting because I've had families that I've had single moms that, as you know, um, you know, for whatever reasons, maybe they've been in jail because they were undocumented and they have had this baby and they had absolutely nobody, right? And who's going to help them with diapers? Who's going to help them with clothes for their child? Who's going to be there for them? And, you know, I come along and I'm there for them. And then these women go back to their country. And then uh, like a month or two later, I get a, a message. You know, and it's like this beautiful thing where someone's saying to you, like, Abby, in the moments where I had nobody but my mm-hmm. child and, the, and you're a mom, I'm a mom, you know, number uno is our children. We worry about them. We want the best for them. Like we, everything we do, our existence is for them, you know, yeah, really. And it, it, it just, and you know, when you're lucky and fortunate, even though I'm a single mom, but I, you know, Yusuf's dad's in his life. I have my family. I'm not alone. I never can ever claim to be alone. We always, we have friends. Now, yeah. if, if I were to, you know, if I, even if I didn't have any friends and I were to walk into my office right now and say, guys, I need help. <laughs> like somebody help me. I'm sure there's at least one human being in there that will turn and say, oh my God, Abby, what can we do? Right. Yeah. Imagine you meet these people who have no one. I know it sounds so hard for us to fathom it because like, how can anyone have nobody, right? Like everyone yeah. has to have somebody. We were growing up to believe like you have best friends. But that's, how, but that's how privileged we are. That's oh, yeah. so difficult to imagine being in a country that isn't your home and not having anybody. Like that's such a difficult because it's so alien to most of us because we're so fortunate just to be able like to in the people absolutely in the beginning when i would call and i'd be like don't you have anyone i swear and they'd be like no like nobody like not like like not one per i swear it would be funny because yeah. i'm like i'm like you're so funny i'm like <laughs> i'm like like one person like if you had to choose just one human being right now they'd be like no i'm like you're all alone with a baby and you don't have anyone not even a family not even like i just i cannot even like it, it's, <laughs> it's making me feel really choked up because i felt so alone when i had my baby and i had so much help like so lucky family for like i had the most help you can imagine <sighs> and i felt alone so imagine feeling the way you feel after you've had a baby but actually oh. not having anybody and also in this part of the world formula diapers they're really expensive oh, so expensive really expensive so you know the stress of not being able to provide for your baby on top of everything else that you're just going through after you after you have a baby like I can't how do you how do you cope with it not making you just feel really, really oh. sad on a daily basis. Because well, I actually, it's... during COVID, I felt really guilty because I actually had to stop going online because I just couldn't bear what was happening. I just felt so hopeless. And how do you, how do you manage that? Um, yeah, it's hard. Um, but just, yeah, there's days where, listen, there's days where I, I have like a full blown sob fest in my car there's days where I break down after the gym there's days where like I you know I come home and I just because a story will hit me so hard like I just can't even listen you can't do this kind of uh, uh you know you can't be in this sort of service to people and not carry people's pain right that is what you're doing when you're going to someone you're saying hey that's a huge load 
I'm going to come here and I'm going to help you. I'm going to take some off of that of you and I'll, I'm going to carry it. That's really essentially what you're doing when you're helping people in need, right? You're, it's not about the things. Again, it's about saying, I'm here. Your problem is our problem now. Your yeah. situation is our situation. Um, and, you know, but having said that, doing this kind of thing and being in this thing where it's listen you know you're part of the group you see it it's an energy it's women love women people pose people helping people getting involved people wanting to do things i have people like you who have you know helped us one and always are helping us and not only that they recommend us and they tell their friends and i'll get people messages say my friend told me about you or my friend mentioned you this gives you an amazing sense of gratitude mm. Because when we started, I swear to you, I swear to you, we had nothing. We didn't know what we were doing. It was like, uh, like a lot of it, a lot of it was just us, me, my friends. We'd go, we'd get diapers, we'd help. And I, I remember like the first days when someone calls and say, hi, I have a stroller. We'd lose our, you know, like <laughs> we'd lose our mind. Like we would like literally like our head would blow off our bodies. And like we would go, they would give us like a bugaboo. And I'd be like, I swear, I'd be like, are you sure? Like, do you understand that this is a free thing? Yeah. Like, we're not paying you for this. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I have like two of them. Like, come and get one, you know? And I'd be like, like we're going to give this away for free. Like, we would be so excited. We would like do, I swear to God, like dances around the office, around wherever I was, you know? People would be like, oh my gosh, she must have gotten a pack of diapers because she's like ecstatic, right? Now, my hallway is filled with, with strollers and boxes, my balcony, my home, everything. And it's like, how can I be anything but you just feel such a sense. You're just like, thank you, God. Like, one, how did I get so lucky in my life that from all of the things that I could have been blessed with, this is what you blessed me with. I get to help people every single day. I get to talk to amazing women, all different. I don't, I'm not stuck in a bubble. You know what I mean? Like, come on, like, you know, Dubai can be and is a little bit, you know, mm. superficial or all about the Benjamins or where you're wearing, where'd you eat for lunch? What club are you going? Where you, what pool? You don't really, everyone associates with people in their bubbles right here. Like it's not, it's not like where I'm from Toronto where we just talk to everybody You're on the subway, going to a shop. It's not like that here. You know, yeah. you work with, you either deal with your, I get to talk every single day to different women all. And you know, it's crazy. Like you'll meet women She'll say to you, like, I know you think, like, I'm like this, but I have a PhD and, like, whatever, and I lost my job and, and my husband, you know, and we just happen to be example from Syria and, you know, how it is. It's very uh, – and, and it makes me be so less judgmental, yeah. more open-minded, more accepting, more patient. Like, these are things – these are, like, gems of life that, yeah. like, not – you know, I'm getting exposed to. So yes, it is. I cry, but then, you know, I always say, I'm like, there's no, there's no crying in charity because if you were to cry all the time, you will never be able to do this. Yeah. So I, 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 I but I allow myself to have that two minute cry and like I sob and it's like really ugly cry. Like it's horrendous cry. Like where I'm just like bawling my eyes out. Like we're talking, it's like not pretty whatsoever. And then I think about, all right, well, if we have to help the next family. Mm. That's really kind of what I've just taught myself to kind of go because it can get really sad and really depressing. Yeah, and you touched on something there about there are so many people here that it's just their circumstances or where they're from or 
just one thing that has happened like losing your job or just something has happened that has taken them from being in an okay situation to desperate and that can happen to any of us like I I always feel okay maybe there's like one percent of people where they're always going to be okay but that's like literally one percent the rest of us like literally anything can happen and we would need someone like Hope UAE because none of us are in our home this isn't home for any of us and you know especially in this like difficult climate you know people are losing jobs absolutely and if you don't have like family we had, we support had, it's we we had a request come in the other day it was a, a you know a, a young lady and her and her husband newly married she's pregnant they have their life he has his job everything's good they're living their life you know and all of a sudden like most women which is you know she her husband's the breadwinner and she's at home and she's six months pregnant with their first child and what happens the husband is killed in a car accident oh my god and she's left no job, no money, no insurance, no anything, no family, nobody's here. She's five months pregnant. Like <laughs> she no the, like this lady went from having a life and you know, and I life that anyone would want, you know, with your husband and you're expecting your first child, and you know when you're having your first child, it's like the best time of your life with your husband. It's just everything's magical around you. Even that joy has been stripped away from her. From this moment on, from six months onwards, everything that happens will have a clinch of pain in her heart. Mm. Who's going to be there for her? We, you know, obviously, I, I think anyone, we came in. Do we judge? Do we, do we ask? Do we, no, because it's like, that's why I always tell people, I'm like, don't judge people. Don't judge people. You mm. don't know. Listen, I have people that we've helped that are Westerners. <laughs> Maybe you don't see their post on the group. Maybe you don't see them asking mm-hmm. for it on the group. But I never judge them. I never think like, oh, well, you know, example, you're Canadian or you're British or you're American. You have a higher style. Like, no, this is a group for anybody that needs help. I don't, we never ask. We don't care what your religion is. We don't care what your background mm-hmm. is. We don't care what your beliefs are. It's not about that. It's none of our business. Our business is do you have a child? What do you need? we have it we can give it to you because i i think you know some there's a lot of shame that comes with not being able to provide for your children yeah. it's a lot of taboo i know in the arabic culture it's very tabooish to talk about you know you don't seek help what stays in the house you know whatever happens in the house stays in the house so i have the most upright respect for any human being that can put their pride aside and yeah. say um listen i need milk for my child yeah or it's, i need this for my child it's this it's it takes a strength to be able to do that and i know sometimes it probably also comes from a place of absolute desperation but that is the best thing you can then do for your child is to say listen i need some help because we all need help <laughs> we all 100%. it does take a village to raise a baby like it oh really, my god really and people used to say this to me and i didn't yeah. really get it until i had a baby and then i was like I need people. I need help. Like I cannot do this on my own. And that help comes in so many different forms and looks like so many different things. And thank God you have created hope as well, because we live in a part of the world where there isn't um, a benefit system or there isn't like government support, you know, in the UK, we have such things where you can get some help. And, you know, so we need that. 
when you're in a situation where you have nowhere else to turn and also it's very complicated here with the whole job thing because also everything is then linked to a visa and it you don't just like get a job overnight here it's a process it takes time so even for those families who are in between jobs and don't know how to you know especially things like formula and diapers where it's like okay this is expensive and this is literally keeping my baby alive like yeah these are things that you cannot go without we're not talking about fancy nursery stuff and no um, no or clothes or anything of that we're talking about like especially think about it a lot of these families like if you're a mom and you're a new mom you know how it is first of all you could be living the best life and it's so difficult to breastfeed right it's there's so many moving parts to it and then add on stress and not eating and like not being healthy and not taking care of yourself your your milk supply is going to be non-existent almost so they rely heavily on the formulas and a baby needs a formula like you know especially a child under one you can't give them anything other than formula that just just it's just that's how it is so you have these people who are in these situation where time is like there's no time yeah do you know what I mean? It's not like they can wait and, and they're desperate. And it's not like, you know, in Canada, we have so many programs for single moms, for, uh, you know, welfare, for people that are like, there's so many. You can go, we have uh, soup kitchens that you can walk into. We have food banks that you can walk into and say, I need help and they'll help you. We don't have those type of, you know, institutions set up here in this region, which is why Hope UAE is that place. We never, we don't give groceries. We don't do, our primary thing is baby and children, you know? Um, And we've been so blessed. And um, anyone who always asks us, like, what do you guys need? We always say we need, it's consistent. We need formula, diapers, and sanitary pads because obviously the moms need the sanitary pads. This is an important thing as a woman. Like, you know, we need this. Especially after you've given birth. Hello. Is anyone? Yeah. Like, you know, when you give birth, like you, you need that and you need to take care of yourself properly and make sure you're okay. So that, you know, you're the best. If the mom is not doing the best, she's not going to be the best for her baby. And we all know that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what that, yeah. So that's really what we are. And you know, and you know, it's crazy. We, we, we've helped people. And then like two, three, I told you, like we've been around since July. I'll get like a call. I don't know if you saw the video I just posted recently about eat. Here I am sitting at home all alone, honestly, just feeling kind of, I was really not, you know, just a lot of things going on in the world, as you may know, in the region that are just really upsetting and heartbreaking. And, you know, Yusuf's at his dad's and Evelyn was off and I was just sitting here and I get a knock on the door and, you know, I go answer. I'm like in my pajamas and this lady standing there with like this gift in her hand. And she says, oh, you know, Abby, I came to drop off some items for Hope. I'm thinking like, how does she even know like my apartment? And I can't, I'm, you know, my mind's racing and she comes in and she gives me this beautiful, beautiful handmade gift. And she says, I was a Hope recipient months ago, months and months, like in the beginning. And I, you know, we, my, our situation's gotten better and we're on our feet now. She's like, but I will never forget the kindness that you showed me. And we literally hugged at my doorway and we cried our eyes out. Oh my God, I'm literally crying. (laughs) It was like, you know what it was? It was like, God gave me like this gift for aid where it was like, like that was my whole life goal is like, I want to help people. This is not something we don't sustain them. As you know, single moms get help unlimited times at Hope UAE. Other families, yeah. we help them 
We say only once, but that's a lie. We always help them more than once. But it's not, a, we, it's not an ongoing thing because we just don't have the resources or the supplies. And we have so many families that we need to be fair and help everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so to have someone that you've helped go and come back months later and say, like, I just wanted to come and hug you because I, I like you don't know what you did for me and my family. Well, I don't even remember. I don't even know. Like I'm in my own, you know, I'm just on the next person. It's like, or we have hope givers that will message me and say, um, guess what? I got a job. My husband got a job. Like, thank God. And, and they're like the first salary, like, we want to give diapers and formula to, you know, like, I cry my eyes out. I'm like, what? No, you don't have to do that. Like, no, that like, we have to, we want to. I think also, like you said before, it's not about the stuff. When you are desperate and low and somebody shows you kindness, it it oh. gives you, it restores your faith in humanity and it gives you that reason 100%. to carry on. And so when you're helping those people, it's not just about what you're giving them. It's you're reminding them that, look, things are going to get better. It's going to be okay. I'm here for you. And that, Absolutely. like, yeah. that is just so powerful. I think it's, I just think it's incredible. And Abby, before we move on to our little quick fire round, I want to know what are your dreams and goals for Hope UAE? Oh. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Honestly, my, like, I wish I could do this for the rest of my life. Like, I just, I, I can't imagine not doing this. My dream is that I can have a place in every country, like a safe haven for women. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to be huge. It could be a small group. Maybe I have one person in a country where if somebody needs help, we got your back sister kind of thing, you know, like that mm-hmm. is my dream. I, I want to make it bigger. I'd like to expand it. Eventually I want to make it in Canada. I mean, I mean, COVID's really kind of hit us hard, but once I, I, you know, it's all about trust and having a community, but it has to really be a community of people who believe in the same things that you believe. But my dream is to just keep doing this until the wheels fall off. Well, you're doing just the most incredible work and Thanks, I'll, I'll put I'll put in the show notes below obviously where people can find you your Facebook page or Instagram yeah. but also if they want to get in touch with you to donate and if they want to get in touch with you to receive I'll put all the info oh amazing so people know where to find you um before I let you go I want to do a little quick fire round with you so okay Abby what's your one piece of advice for first time mums <sighs> All your baby needs is love. Just love your baby. Like it, everything else, it just falls into, it just, your baby just needs to feel loved and you're their mom and that's your number one job. Just love your baby. Like hug them, kiss them, love them. That's the important thing. There's kids that are growing up in, a, in jungles. You know what I mean? So your baby doesn't need to have, the. you know, it's not about the things. It's not about, it's just, just love your baby. What's one thing nobody warned you about before becoming a mum? It's hard. It's not because you, you, you know, you see all these TV shows and these moms are like, I just love, it's just like, I love my baby. Everything's amazing. And nobody warned me about how judgmental moms are. Moms are the most judgmental species in the face of this planet. Like, (laughs) no, I swear to God, the amount of judgment you get from other moms, it's like, oh my God. Yeah, sometimes because you think it's like a sisterhood and you know, but no, it's not. Yeah, it, I 
feel like it's it's either one it goes one way or the other like you either yeah. find these amazing like-minded people or you get yes. the real judgment and yeah I try to just obviously stay away from that because yeah I mean, yeah we have our own way of doing things and like if you want to breastfeed yeah. to the baby or if you want to do formula from the beginning you do you like whatever exactly um exactly yeah, especially it, when we all know how hard it is that's what bothers me about oh, it's like yeah girl, it's, you know it's hard like we all it's hard all our kids have tantrums and sleepless nights um you know uh especially when they're a baby their first year it just is always changing you don't even know like nothing can ever prepare you for being a mom not all the books or all the whatever it is because it's it's an experience that you have to live through right mm. so what i hate is when moms who have gone through that look or say certain things to other moms it's like yo that's not cool man you went through the same thing because everybody goes through it nobody had a, a child that you know was a, a a miracle baby that never cried that never did anything that slept all around that was came out potty trained and you know nobody yeah. had that kind of kid so it's like how unfair of you that you know that it's hard, but you're still doing this. I know. it's. We all need to be kind to each other and ourselves because it is... 1,000, yeah. It is the hardest thing I've ever done. Oh. Um, favorite thing about being a mum? Oh, my God. Honestly, it's like I have these out-of-body out-of-body experiences where I look at Yusuf, who's 11 now. He's, like, taller than me, and, like, he'll talk to me and I'm like it's just seeing them grow like it's like you, you had this baby and like they grow and they become their own like first you, you they're yours like they're your little doll you know and they're so dependent on you and then they start becoming their own person and it's so much fun it's like the best thing it's like this human that you created and you get a front row seat to their life Oh, I know and I'm only 10 months in and I'm just oh girl watching oh my god her it grow. So I'm like you're becoming a little person I know, like, I it's, know. it's amazing know. um Abby finally what does motherhood mean to you in three words security unconditional eternity like infinite forever. Like once you're someone's mom, you're always that person. Like and I'm gonna cry. Like it's just like you know, you give your you, you you take care, you protect your child, you love them unconditional, and that bond is like infinite, it never ends. In a million years, I will always be Yusuf's mom, and he'll always he'll always be my son. You know. Oh, Abby, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I'll just I be have... here crying. I know. <laughs> Me too. This is the first time I've got really choked up on the podcast. Oh. But I'm also one of those people that it's really good to let it out and have a cry. Yeah. But when you've got stuff to do, sometimes I have to like <laughs> save it for later because since I've become a mum, once I start crying, I cannot stop. Oh my God. So That's I have another to like thing. keep it together. And then like at night when she's asleep in the shower, I'll be like, <sighs> like let it all out because you can't break down in the middle of the day. Like I've got stuff to do. I need to. percent. I just feel like when you're a mum, you feel things so deep, oh, especially when it God. comes to other mums. Like, the thought of another mum not having anyone breaks my heart. No. I cannot, no. yeah, it, it just absolutely breaks my heart. It's it's the worst. It's, look, there's nothing more beautiful when, like, you're a mom and, like, another mom comes and just says, like, like, I got you. 
You know what I mean? It's such a, it, because motherhood, that, that, that it's a, such a, it's such a amazing privilege, you know, group to be when you say I'm a mother like this, you know, this is something like, so I just, there's nothing more beautiful when the other mothers around you, like guide you and, and reach out and say, come. Yeah. And, and I think that's, and I think that's, you know, in Hope UAE, that is the thing is that like, we're all here. Like we have some women on here that are rich, rich, rich. And we have some women that are, don't even have a dear him, but in this group, it doesn't matter. We all here. We love you. We're going to help each other. And, um, you know, that's so beautiful and such a great thing to teach your kids. It is. And, and it really does take a village and it takes people supporting each other because it is hard enough and we all need to help each other, That's especially when we're living away from to, home. Absolutely. If I can just say one last takeaway is that please, just please yeah. be kind. Just please be kind. People always say, I don't have time or I don't have money. Or, I don't have the resources. I don't have the energy. You have it in you to be kind because it is you controlling your actions. It's, it's smiling at somebody when you open the door. It's letting someone go in front of you. It's just, you know, when the security underneath your building, ask them how they are. Get to know them. You see this person every single day when you're at the, at the store that you go to all the time, the delivery guy that comes to your house. Like, just be kind. And being kind, it doesn't cost anything. It's your actions and your words. And please, the world, if ever needed it, it really needs it now. It does. Oh, Abby, thank you so much. Thank um, you, girl. I, I really enjoyed this. You're thank amazing. You. And like I said before, I put everything in the show notes. And for any mums listening, please, please, any mums in the region, please, please yes. give your items to Hope. Um, please join us, join our Facebook, yeah. join our Instagram. If, even if you don't want to give, just it's contagious. It's so much amazing yeah. energy and love. Just exactly. Come just on join the down. group. Yeah. Yeah. Abby, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much once again to Abby and to all of the amazing Hope Givers for making such a difference. You can find a list of helpful links to discover more information about Hope UAE in the show notes below, along with how you can donate, receive and support this wonderful community. You can also find links below to our social media accounts, along with info on our recently launched Meaningful Mama Mornings, which take place every month here in Dubai. With these Mama Mornings, we are so thrilled to be able to bring you a different expert guest in person each month from infant sleep consultants, weaning experts, parenting coaches, and so much more. So I really hope to see you at one of our events in the near future. And finally, I would be so grateful if you could show some love and please rate, review and subscribe to Friday's Child the Podcast to help us reach more wonderful mamas. Until next time, thank you for listening.